It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Lou, 
Yeah, the, the women's market and the, it's pretty phenomenal. How long have you been in the, the whole sex biz? Probably two decades now. So starting around 1995. Mm-hmm. And, and what I looked for initially were things that made people feel good, that, I mean, and sometimes when you go into a showroom, you would see things like these fists the size of an arm. And I remember asking, actually, the, the gentleman who headed up Doc Johnson, I remember asking Ron Braverman, and I looked at him and I said, who in God's name are you making that for? Because they really didn't have a strong gay audience at that time or clientele. And he goes, well, it's being sold to men. And I said, and why are they buying it? And I said... (laughs) (laughs) I I could just see your expression right now, like, what? (laughs) And you know what his comment to me was? It doesn't matter that, you know, they're buying it, you know. I said, well, why would guys buy this? Women don't like this. He goes, that doesn't matter. The women aren't buying it. The men are. And I said, I said, okay. On many levels, that is just downright offensive. <laughs> However, what I wanted to talk about today is we're seeing, again, more niche quality products. Absolutely. We are seeing more toys for men. We're seeing more anal play for men. We're seeing more, and, and also we're seeing a change in a shift, and I talked about this in last week's show, a change in a shift in how people are identifying with what they're um, gender attraction is and what their own identification factors are. So we're seeing, you know, whether or not you call it a bromance. Yeah. I love that term. <laughs> Whoever came up with that brilliant bromance. And but we're Tom Brady written all over it. <laughs> but, what, but what it also has is we're seeing more acceptability of men who want to do have a broader range of sexual experiences, whether it is, and, and they aren't immediately labeled, oh my God, they're gay. And for me, that's a really important thing. And having a knowing, and also uh, Lisa Diamond just wrote a great piece. I saw that you posted it on your Facebook page, mm-hmm. Blue Packets mm-hmm. Facebook page. Yes, and what I looked at is that she said this thing about, because here, here's what I like about Lisa Diamond. She's a gay woman who's always been gay, and she refers to herself as, I'm just garden variety gay. And then what she, and she is teaching at a university college in Utah, not necessarily the land of expansive sexual awareness. And yet she said, what we have to stop doing is saying, I was born that way. Because she said, it isn't necessarily, that is not necessarily the dynamic of what we are seeing now with with women and with men. And I loved, um, Kristen Stewart made a comment, and she said, look, the fact that, you know, uh, you know I'm you know with a woman now. We are? And, yeah. Oh, there's hope. <laughs> But she said, you know, eventually she said, I hope it gets to the point where it's not even any, it's not really even an issue for people. And who they fall in love with and who they like and who they're attracted to is no longer something that is proscribed by attitude. So what we're seeing in combination with that is expanded thing with toys and products 
to go along with that identification and with those different markets. So the one, the one um, I saw Buck Angel's presentation when uh, I was in uh, Minneapolis for the ASEC conference, and it was great. And he says, you know, here's the deal. You know, I identify as being male, but I have a vagina, and I'm going to use it. He is a uh, transgender um, uh, porn star. But he really has a great little film that he showed and presented, and it shows that, you know, kind of like, hey, I like to try this right now. It may not be what I want to do, you know, for the rest of my life, but I'm enjoying this. So what what products did you bring today, my dear? Well, oh, yeah, well, it's, it's all about products for sure. But, you know, going back to Buck Angel, who's also a very dear friend of mine, what I particularly love about him, and I use the word love really strongly in this case, he has no political agenda about who he is. And I'm not slamming any particular gender preference or anything like that, but there's some people that if they had a two-by-four, they would clobber you over the head and say, this is, the, you know, this is how I am, or this is, you've got to pay attention to me, or this, you know, and they make it such a political statement as opposed to like, hey, this is how I am, and I'm real happy with it. You know, and I love him for that. And he, and he... Um, he's so clear about it and gender roles and everything. And he comes from a first-person dialogue, but he's just, he's so clear on it, and he, which is so amazing. I've only met one other transgendered man, man, and what that is is someone who is born female and it's transitioned into being male, and which is actually gaining a lot of public support and everything. I mean, that used to be the rarity. We're all used to people um, going from male to female. I mean, that's by far more, I don't want to say popular, but more accepted and well-known. But the other way around, going born female to male is really catching on tremendously. So there was another guy. Sky Renfrew, who actually transitioned, oh, maybe 20 years ago or something like that. And he's also very, very clear on that. And it was just such a delight to talk to him because it wasn't, you know, it's just the clarity of it. And so, yeah, so if you're wondering and you want to learn more about it, you can look up buckangel.com. And he's a super, super articulate and, oh, just amazing on so many different fronts. So, yeah, so here's Buck. And, and he also has been um, an advocate for people being able to get better information and better medical treatment. And <clears throat> because my question to him when we were in Minneapolis was, I said, I know you would have been probably taking, you know, hormonal therapy. So that being the case, what were the impacts for you? And one of the things he said is that, the atrophying of his ovaries as a result of the hormonal treatment because he's cutting new ground. They didn't expect that. So um, that's something that, you know, more people are becoming more aware of. And, I mean, I met, uh, um, uh, not Elliot, who is the gentleman who, uh, Eli, is it Eli Green? Yeah, yeah. He uh, also transitioned from, female to male, mm-hmm. and he was one of the coordinators for the actual conference. This is ASEC, American Association, Sex Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. But what we were, what I asked him is he said, yeah, he said, now the, the standards of care are much more, they're much more aware, and they have, obviously, more cases 
you know, with which to deal and to get um, anecdotal information. Now, we have one minute until our first break. My guest is Kim Ayers, and we're going to talk sex toys when we come back. And she has some handy-dandy little cyber skin penis extensions on my desk as we speak. So they look cute. Um, uh, uh, well, we'll figure out exactly what we're going to be doing with those details after the break. <laughs> Please stay with us. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. A hundred years ago, only about 10% of adults were overweight. But today, an estimated 61% of Americans are overweight. Yet, we have the same genes as our ancestors. What's changed isn't our genes, but our lifestyle. Our lives have become more sedentary, and our daily activity level has decreased for the days of our past relatives. We have loads of unhealthy processed food and easily accessed fast food. Ultimately, your behavior determines the number on the scale. If you choose healthy, low-calorie food and exercise, you can lose weight or maintain your present weight. Choose the right behaviors and reap the rewards of a healthy lifestyle. Stay active, eat light, nutritious food, and watch your health increase as your weight decreases. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, we're trying to make sure we don't get some feedback here because Kim and I are on two different phones in the same room across <laughs> the table from one another. That means I get to hear you twice, Lou. This is nice. <laughs> okay, so we have a two-inch penis extension. Right. So who was this designed by and who was it marketed to? Well, let's step back a little bit. All right, let's, let's, let's look at the big picture here. Okay, the big picture is it needs to be bigger. This is what society tells me. I've got to have a big penis because I'm a guy. And like I always like to say, it ain't the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. It really, It really is when you come right down to it. But there's a lot of guys that think that they need to be bigger in the penis department, and they feel that they're inferior if they're not. And it's just, it's, it's like I get it, but it's like don't worry about it because that's what you see in porno movies, and that's what you see like in society and everything like that. It's big. And what whenever I've talked to women, and I've also talked to men, of course, a lot around sex stuff, is for women, the majority of us say, uh, no, it's about the girth. Because Correct. we can crank out 10-pound babies out of our vaginas. We can handle a two-inch cross penis. So this is, like, not a big deal. So, But length, now, if you're, you're having sex vaginally, of course, it's got a finite length to it. So a longer penis might not be that comfortable. So really, bigger isn't necessarily always better, for sure. Um, so, But like I said, there's society that says that, and there's, you know, it's for your mental balance, you know. If you feel that you're really uncomfortable with your penis being short or smaller or something like that, there's things you can do. Now, there's all sorts of mechanical things. There's penis pumps that we know that have been around for a long time, and what penis pumps will do is they will artificially enlarge your penis. And the reason why I say that is because it creates a vacuum pump. <clears throat> and the vacuum pump will, first of all, when you use one of those, you, you use it preferably after a shower so your skin is a lot more elastic. But you put that around the penis and it creates a vacuum pump. And it'll, and it's usually a bulb and it's hand-operated. They have some with all bells and whistles and things like that on it too. So you pump it. And it'll increase the size of your penis to the point that you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it can get that big. Now, the issue with that is two things. One, it'll make it bigger, but it's an artificial suction. It's not erectile tissue that it's pulling. So it's not really an, a larger erection. When you break the seal of the pump, it will let the air in, and since your penis is basically flaccid at that point, it'll be a deflated balloon. So that really doesn't help. I've heard both things from guys. Some guys say it works, like to do it almost therapeutically, and some guys are like, you know what, it doesn't really work. <laughs> There's a new thing. Have you seen the bath mate? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is basically a penis pump that uses water, warm water, which I get that. That makes a lot of sense. You know, again, it's whether it works or not, I don't know. I mean, I bet there's guys that say both ways on that one for sure. yeah. yeah. I had the person who I had a sample of it, uh -huh. and they were trying it, but their comment was they literally felt like their father was watching them in the tub and killing himself laughing. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so he said, nope, 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 nope. Um, I've also been and seen, you know, the little honey. <laughs> Splints. Yes, 
andropenis is that, um, which actually I've heard that that works therapeutically for Peyronie's disease. Okay, which, which is the it's a calcification of the tunica albigens, which causes a scar tissue formation, what they call plaques. Not like the stuff you get in your teeth, but a plaque which will cause the curvature of the penis when flaccid so that it is really painful to have an erection and makes penetration vaginally or wherever almost virtually impossible. Right. And there's different degrees of it, too. So it's also referred to like as banana dick. So that's, that's it, too. And it can go, it can banana down, banana up, banana right, banana left. So it's not like one banana, two banana. It can go like all banana. So, yeah, so the andropenis, so I've heard that actually that can work. And basically, like you said, it's putting it into a splint, and you straighten it out gradually, and you wear it for X amount of hours a day. And it's, like, pretty complicated. If you would just imagine what a penis splint would be like, it's like that. So, I mean, I think that's pretty good because there is hope. I mean, like I said, it does work. It's non-surgical, obviously. You know, for guys that do want to deal with peronies, which can be painful and things like that. So, you know, if there's a little bit more passive way to take care of that, then I think that's great. Uh, there's one company that, uh, Andropenis is the big one that, I don't know if it's got FDA approval, but that's the one that's got, like, international marketing and is in urologist offices and stuff. But there's a, a sex toy company that actually makes a version of that called XRLLC, or they go as extremerestraints.com on the web, too. But, yeah, so those those are one set of things to have. Now, we were talking about length and girth. It's pretty funny because, you know, as Lou might experience, I know I certainly have plenty of times, is uh, going to the airport with sex toys in your suitcase, <laughs> you're, you're going through the x-ray thing. And it's always fun because, you know, you're, like, thinking, am I going to get a rise out of these people or what and and stuff. And so I was going through with, oh, gosh, like about ten rabbit pearls, quite a few. And this was uh, through the Oakland airport. And so it goes through, and then all of a sudden, like, these five TSA people all stop, and they look at the screen at the same time like that. And I go, uh, you know, I own a sex toy store, and, you know, I do a lot of education, and I answer a lot of questions and trainings and a product and stuff like that. So this one guy is like, oh, can you come down here, please? I'm like, sure, you know, so he carries my bag. And we go, like, about 10, 20 feet away from the table, from the uh, x-ray machine. So we go there, he goes, I have a question. And I'm like, yeah, I, I answer them all the time. Sure, no problem. So he looks to the right, and he looks to the left, and he goes, do you have anything to make it bigger? No. Uh. You know, it's like the number one question, you know, when that's an issue. And actually what I did recommend were these here cyber skin extensions. I'll tell you a bit about them. Okay, first of all, there's quite a few of these of of extensions on the market today. Some of them are the crappiest, cheapest crap. And believe me, if you buy cheap crappy, it'll perform like cheap crappy. So don't buy cheap crappy, especially if you're going to do sex, because there's nothing like a big letdown of using something that's cheap and crappy. Okay, so just keep that in mind, everybody. Now, what these are, get off my soapbox now. So what these are is uh, a wonderful material. It's called Cyber Skin, made by the company that I work with now called Topco. And we're the ones that basically came out with this material. Uh, gosh, poof, probably 18 years ago. It's quite a while. And what Cyber Skin is, is it's called, it's made out of TPR, which is thermoplastic rubber. Now, a lot of sex toys are made out of TPR. And what it does is it can change the formulation of it for a denser 
effect, so like a nice solid uh-huh. vibrator or dildo, uh-huh. to a much looser effect, which is what cyber skin is, because it's a lot stretchier. So the molecules aren't as compressed as other forms of uh, TPR toys. So cyber skin stretches really, really well. Now, what these extensions do, we have them in a whole bunch of different lengths. So starting with inch and a half, the two, three, and even four inches. And basically the head of it, what I'm referring to as inch and a half, two inch, three, four, um, is a firm head of it. It's sort of slightly realistic. Um, It's maybe an inch and a quarter across the widest part. And then, the, so let's say I've got the two-inch ones ahead of me, in front of me, and then the extension part is a good, like, six inches, maybe, yeah, about six inches long. Believe me, I know inches really well. Um, so it's six inches long. So let's say if a guy has a two-inch erect penis, which, you know, people might be like, two inches? Well, yes, it can happen because the average erect penis is? Uh, just under six inches. But... It- but people will say it's six and a half, but it's under six inches. It's men who exaggerate that it's six and a half. Correct. Right? And the, two, sure. the, the microphallus is what a two-inch penis would be referred to as. Well, I know, but you don't want to tell them that no. in bed. <laughs> Excuse me, is that a, micro, a microphallus in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? So, so, yeah, so it could be micro. But, I mean, I've been, I have been with gentlemen that are that size, and you're like, okay. So I always go to plan B, which usually involves a nice massage and things like that, because condom usually doesn't fit on a penis that's that small. And so, but anyway, you can, and that's what hands are for too. But yeah, and about that mouth. So anyway, so let's say, okay, a little bit more than a micro penis, let's say a macro penis. Well, maybe that would be 10 inches. Um, Let's say one like Three and a half inches, okay? Yeah, three and a half inches. That's, I've seen plenty of those. So the cyber skin tube is about six inches long. So and you can get an erection through whatever way it gets you an erection. And then you can slip the sleeve on of the cyber skin extension, and it will increase the length of the penis and then also slightly the girth of it. It's only about maybe a hair over an eighth of an inch wide. But what you want to do, and I think not enough guys do this, is you can actually trim this. That's what I was going to ask you because yeah. you'd have to trim it. You know, Obviously, this is one of those things where you do not share your toys. This is your toy and no one else's toy. Absolutely, absolutely. So because TPR, it, it, it's porous, I'm not going to lie. It's not like a silicone or something like that. But you also can't get the kind of stretchability in a silicone Correct. material either. Correct. So it's, you know, TPR, and like Lou said, you just don't share it. So the thing is, so you can trim this. Now, what you do is you put this over an erect penis, so it'll make it longer. So a three-and-a-half-inch penis, you know, you use a two-inch, it makes it five-and-a-half inches, which is a usable size, not that three-and-a-half isn't for anybody, but it does make it a little bit longer, and then the head of it is firm enough for penetration. Now, me, being one who loves to do product testing, Many years ago, I wanted to test this. Ooh, we're going to find out. Now, we are coming up to our second break, so we are going to hear about the field research work of one Miss Kim Ayers with (laughs) product testing. No, because you write all of that in... uh... Oh, my blog, KimAyers.com. Right. Yeah, A-I-R-S is really pretty funny because it's really crazy funny. Coming up to our tunes, we will be back about product testing.
to Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Ignoring joint pain will not make it go away, nor will avoiding motions that are uncomfortable and spark discomfort. Harvard Medical School states that the secret to joint pain relief is exercise. Doing the right exercises on a continuous basis can relieve pain and might even permit you to postpone or avoid surgery on a problem joint. But the benefits don't stop there. Being active sharpens your mind and benefits your heart. Harvard says that it nudges your blood pressure down and your morale up eases stress, and shaves off unwanted pounds. But most importantly, it lessens your risk of dying prematurely. So what are you waiting for? Exercise helps relieve joint pain and so much more. Pain-free movement and a fabulous quality of life await you. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hey there. Oh, okay. Okay, so Kim, you were doing field research, you're doing product testing. What were you testing? Well, you know what my line is? I'm, first of all, I've been in this business 22 years, and I'm damn proud of it. I like to try everything. In fact, consider myself trisexual. Yeah. I'll try anything sexual, okay? So what I like to say is you wouldn't buy a book from an illiterate bookseller, would you? No. No. So I try stuff. If I tell you it's good, it's good. If I tell you it's, eh, it's okay, you know. And I, I always preface it, that's my personal experience. Because especially in the sex toy biz, everybody, for something that somebody likes, somebody doesn't like. For a fetish that somebody has, somebody thinks it's gross. I mean, it can go on and on with that. So I like to try product. So the cyber skin extension, as I said earlier, it fits over an erect penis. Now, there's a couple different colors that we have. There's like a tan color. There's a excuse me, a cinnamon and mocha color. So I took the mocha color one, and I put it on my white Jewish friend so I could turn him into a schwarze. 
Can it hot? <laughs> so we started that way. And the trick is not to put lubricant on the inside. Oh, it'll slide off. It would slide off, exactly. And the way cyber skin, it's very, very skin-like. It's, the consistency is just like skin. So for some reason, when it goes skin against skin, it doesn't slide off. But then it doesn't stick on either. It just stays put. So what I challenged myself to do was to basically kegle that off. Use every ounce of strength I had inside, and <clears throat> it's pretty strong, I must say, and, tr and every position known to female kind to try to pull that off. And it did not mop. Really? Yeah, I was really surprised. I mean, I really, you know, I use lubricant on the outside because I always use lube on the outside, again, to just make things more comfortable for me and I'm just a real right. big proponent of lube. So lube on the outside. And, and like I said, I tried muscles. I tried moving and, like, fast and slow and up and down and everything. It did not come off. So I was really amazed at that. I was like, wow, this is, this is great. Okay, so here's the thing. These things are supposedly being developed as a product for men, for pleasing women. How much does it increase their pleasure? Funny you should ask, because when we were done and I popped off my few that I always do, or several, I asked my friend, I'm like, so Donnie, how was it for you? And he said, I couldn't feel a thing, to which my response was, sorry. <laughs> That is a drawback. I'll be the first one to admit it because it covers, it totally covers the skin of the penis. Well, it's like a monster condom. It's, you know, so, you know, for for the wearer, you know, and I'll say a man specifically, even though you could easily put this over a dildo or something like that, um, the man where the satisfaction would be, come from is to please their partner. Right. You know, if that's always been her fantasy, or to turn her Jewish boyfriend into a shwata, or, you know, whatever, make him four inches longer, you know, or things like that, you, to, to, to provide that satisfaction for the recipient is really great for a lot of people. I mean, that's, that's really what makes a lot of people their world go around, is I want to satisfy my partner. Okay. Yeah, we, we know that. We have people where take care of you one day, take care of me the next day, you know, whatever it is. This myth of the multiple simultaneous orgasms, please, can we get rid of this? It, it doesn't, doesn't help anybody. All it does is put tremendous performance pressure on everyone. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So this is something, you know, the cyber skin extension, just something to experience, let's say, a larger penis or something like that. And that's the whole thing is that the, the beauty of something like this and actually any sex toy is to use it and have fun with it and then try something else during the escapade. So it's not like, you know, he has to wear this to, totally for her, to her completion and that's it. But, you know, she they could use that. She could have a good time with it. comes off and she uses her hand or mouth or he uses his hand. Maybe using his mouth on his four-inch penis might be a little difficult, but, you know. Does, At least you won't gag. No, I know. So, yeah. So, we love this. So, yeah. So, it's really, it's really, really interesting, this, the penis extension. There's a whole bunch of things that are made out of the cyber skin material, which is really great. It's really great, great stuff. I love it. Yeah. My next question for you is because I was helping a girlfriend back east during Emmy, I was not able to attend. What were the trends that you saw in the July show? 
Um, ANMI is the American Novelty Manufacturers Expo, which is the big industry trade show for the sex toy industry. It happens twice a year, and oh, sorry, it is open only to the trade, so it's not so much a public show. Even though everybody's like, I really want to go there. I'm like, it's kind of like golf clubs at a golf show. You know, after a while, you just see a lot of variations of the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's the thing: they may have a different person on box. Yeah. They may have a slightly different thing, but it's like everyone is making the same things. Right. So it's like any other business where you've got competitors and similar manufacturers. The question is, who do you have the relationship with? Well, yeah, and then also who makes what kind of products. I mean, that's a big part of it, too, um, both quality-wise and price-wise and things like that, because that's always a factor. Um, the, more so if you're a retailer than a distributor, because right. usually distributors carry, like, a lot more. Well, I'm very happy to say that our booth got the most attention, the Topco booth, and I'm not exaggerating because uh, I work for the company, but it was – we have a product that was the hit of the show, which continues to steamroll through every sort of social media and, like, talking about it, and we released it at Anme, and it – got picked up by GQ and Maxim and all this stuff and, and all these tech companies and everything like that because it is something that is very, very high tech. And that, my friend, drumroll please, is a men's masturbation toy. And it works with an app. Yes, you can download an app. So now instead of the apps working for the vibrator stuff for the women, we have one for men. And what do we call this? Drumroll, please. It's the twerking butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, yes, it does exactly what you think it does. Yep, it's a giant butt. And it warms up the body temperature. First of all, you have to plug it in. Warms up the body temperature. It vibrates and you can control the vibration, it massages, so it makes kind of like a circular massage. So figure butt cheeks that are going in a circular massage motion. So the butt cheeks, okay, are massaging. They're not twerking yet. So they move around like massaging. And then that's the classic edition. And then when you get the deluxe edition, that can twerk. And you twerk it... <laughs> Oh, that's me. <laughs> you picked up the right one. Yeah, there's an instructional video I did for the twerking butt. Um, it's pretty damn amazing, let me tell you. Yeah, and, and now here's the thing. People, you have to understand, it was published, this is published on August 12th. But what it also shows is this is an eight-minute video. How much well, twerking can do? Well, yeah. Well, men last only what four minutes, right? So, uh, yeah. No, what this video is that Lou just pulled up—it's uh, YouTube, I think, too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, wound up on YouTube. That's cool, basically. Cool yeah, yeah, it is YouTube. How many views? Is it four digits? This one's tiny. This is only saying seventy-nine. But that's okay, because this one was basically like our first draft of our educational video. This toy is so high-tech, I'm like, we needed to get at least something out there for instruction. But we just made a new series of instructional videos that are only two-minute segments. 
because this one, we made it, and everybody's like, it's too long. I'm like, we just had to do something. And I realize that this is totally like the rough draft because there's, oh, my gosh, you can use it with, it's got a wired remote. And like I say, there's the two different versions of it. So it has a wired remote. It warms up. The way it moves, you can program. And it also has VR glasses, kind of virtual reality reality glasses, but they're really a stereo, they're, they're really stereo optic glasses that you, this is how high tech. On the app, you can download a 2D and 3D video. So the 3D is actually a dual vision, and then the stereo optic glasses, you slide your phone into it, and then so you see it more kind of 3D, but it's more stereo. Remember? So are these little things, the, the, white, the white things, the yeah, VR, those are the are glasses? the glasses, right. So you can slide that. So you can use it with that, of course. <laughs> you can use it without that. Um, you can use it remotely with the app, and the app work via connects with the twerking butt via Bluetooth from 50 feet away. I'm like, yeah, but my dick's not that long. <laughs> yeah, okay, I gotta ask, <coughs> who came up with this? It came from our developers in China. No kidding. Yeah, and they're working on a few more things as high tech as this. I mean, it's really. Excuse me, technically, it's pretty amazing. It really is. It gives me penis envy because, <laughs> like, I can just, like, watch what it does. <laughs> now here's the thing. What's the cost? <laughs> the cost of it is, drumroll, please, MSRP is 1000 bucks, Nine ninety nine. But, you know, honest to Pete, we make full-size dolls at Topco <clears throat> that sell for, like, 1500 We can't keep enough of them in stock. Really? Now, let me ask this. How, what type of competition is there between the real-sized dolls and the real doll? There's not much. Um, the real doll is usually in a standing position, a.k.a. you can you can move it like a real body. Right, You can and you can position it. I, I remember seeing the one where they literally showed the doll sitting in a patio furniture with a little drink beside its hand. Yeah, yeah. So this is this takes Avatar to a new level. And, Absolutely. And then you've got it there. Now we're coming up to, I think we've got another 30 seconds before our final break. Sure. Um, we're talking about Top Co's, hit of the adult novelty manufacturer show, the twerking butt, um, and which caused Kim Ayers to have penis envy. <laughs> we're coming right back and talking more about the twerking butt. <laughs> This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. 
LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. We all know how important it is to drink water throughout the day. It is especially crucial when the temperatures are high and it is oh so hot. Drinking water is also a significant element in weight loss. Why is that? Water, like food, takes up room in your stomach and it curbs your appetite. According to Eat This, Not That, a study was conducted by the American Chemical Society. They found that dieters who ate low-calorie foods, who drank two cups of water, which is 16 ounces, lost nearly five more pounds in 12 weeks than dieters who did not consume that much water. Drinking water gives you a feeling of fullness. So when you eat, you eat less. Drinking eight glasses of water a day aids in weight loss and has innumerable benefits. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Such a good time off air, let me tell you. Right. So, here is my question to Kim Is there a further instructional thing that shows these guys exactly how to use this? Do they stand up? Do they lie on top of it? Because, like some of those doll forms that you're talking about, they're kind of like big things that you can lie on top of. And I have a question about that as well. So how is this used? Because we've got kind of like, it kind of looks like this. It's a disembodied ass. That's exactly what it is. Right. So how will they use it? Are there handles? Love handles. (laughs) That's the next version. (laughs) Actually, we're going to make a bigger version because people are like, well, if you're going to torque, you may as well a little bit more to it, so stay tuned on that one. Um, but it's pretty much like, imagine, imagine if you were a disembodied ass. I mean, it's kind of in a way no different than a disembodied penis vibrator. You know, it's the representation of a body part, and you do with it what you want to do with it. Um, it has a vaginal and anal opening, um, and the tube on the inside, the anus is actually smooth on the inside, um, but the vagina does have a texture, and it feels actually pretty damn real on the inside. Uh, the tube itself is a U-shaped tube. So when a guy ejaculates in it, his junk is kind of in there, um, and it <clears throat> comes with about a foot-long turkey baster. Oh, God. <laughs> 
that you just put like an antibacterial soap in it or toy cleaner or something like that. And I tell people, you know, because they're always like, so how do you clean it? And you don't want to get real gross on that. Like, oh, have your girlfriend suck it out, you know. (laughs) So so I'm like, well, you want to put some towels down underneath it and just, you know, you can get antibacterial soap and make it soapy. And it's U-shaped, so when you put it in one hole, it'll come out the other. So just make sure there's towels underneath. I don't want to be like, use it with full force and you'll get this fluge all over yourself. Now, here's my other question. We were talking about the life-size dolls that, that Topco also manufactures. You said they can't keep them in stock. And I said, who's using these? Lonely guys? And Kim said, define lonely. So what I'm going to um, explain to me, there was a gentleman who he and his friends all complained that they could not get the women that they wanted. Now, they happened to be 40, between 45 and 55. Um, out of Did you shape. my number? <laughs> <laughs> out of shape, um, not very good looking, and uh, some of them quite heavy. And the women that they wanted were all the women who were the 21, 25-year-olds, right. who basically, they can kind of pick and choose who they like. And he said, so they get really frustrated, and he said, those are my friends who are using some of these toys and these products because they can't have the fantasy woman that they want, so they'll have the fantasy with the doll. Yeah, that's, I mean, I would tend to agree that that would be a large number of buyers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, me personally, I don't think there's like a majority. I mean, it might be that um, because there's people that have, um, you know, a nice piece of change for disposable income to buy something like this or a doll or something like that and 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 want to use something other than their hand. I mean, come right down to that. This is a masturbation device for guys. So so it's pretty much like, you know, what what guy wants to use it. I mean, just somebody that wants to experience something different. I mean, I... Like, looking at this objectively along with, like, a doll, I would much rather get something like this because, A, it's easy to put away. Right, the doll's a bit difficult. The full-size doll is a full-size body. I mean, there's no other way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what do you do with it when you're done? I mean, her eyes are still open, her mouth is still open. She doesn't say, was it good for you? You know, I mean, you put it in your closet with a sheet over it and hope a girlfriend doesn't find it. You put it under the bed and have your maid scream once you put the vacuum down there. I mean, I don't know. But like I said, we sell a lot of those. So this, the twerking butt, I mean, it's basically the size of a full-size butt. You know, it's about, what, about 15 inches wide about, and about almost about 15 inches square. It weighs like pounds, there's a lot of mechanical in it, you know, to do all what it does. And how is it, okay, battery operated? It's plug-in. It's strictly plug-in, yeah, because it takes a lot of power. I mean, especially the twerking motion is really powerful. It's really powerful. It's really something. And like I say, you can use it vaginally or anally. And and I look at the twerking motion and think, God, that would, like, smush my dick. (laughs) But I think that's, like, the whole point of it to a certain extent, you know? But... But you said you can adjust the speed, you can adjust the rotation. Mm-hmm. Can you adjust the heat? Can you make it warmer? No, it goes to body temperature. Okay. It goes pretty warm. Yeah. So that, and it automatically, the heat automatically goes on. So it'll always be warm when you use it. And why didn't you bring one? 
I know. I have to strap it on the back of my motorcycle. <laughs> I get here by motorcycle for those of you who don't know. So, yeah, I actually have to do that because it's just so, it would be so cool just to have this, like, ass hanging out of the back of my bike. I'd put a little bikini on her, though. <laughs> Maybe a cargo net, you know. But, yeah. When I was shooting a show in London entitled Sex Talk, um, no, um, yeah, Sex Talk for Girls. And when the one young, one young woman had taken blow-ups of all of the illustrations out of my first book, How to Be a Great Lover. And so it's all the manual techniques. So I was showing all the penises with the hands on it, and they were going to be using it in the shoot. And she had no idea that someone had not put a piece of paper over top. She was driving a hatchback. And so people are driving by her car, and all they are seeing is all of these pictures of manual and oral techniques. <laughs> she, said, she said she didn't realize this is what had happened until she got, she was driving from Brighton up to London. Oh, you're great. And she's like, she's like, oh, my God, what they must have thought as they drove by. And she was like, honking, waving at her, giving her thumbs up with her right hands. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I guys should share this video, actually, on my Facebook page. So just because it's kind of funny and stuff. Yeah, and, you know, and during the video, I have the twerking butt, and it has its bikini on, which is kind of like a little weird, but we didn't want to make it explicit per se, even though obviously the item is kind of explicit. Um, it's, uh, yeah, we have it. We have what it. Kind of, now, what kind of phones have you work with the app? Does it iPhone be- and Google. Yeah. So, in other words, you slide, you've got these goggles, you slide your phone in. Yeah. So, your phone's there in front of you. Right. And you can have your own scene. Exactly. While you're twerking. Now, right. who are the people? Now, is it a real person who's doing the twerking in it? Oh, or yeah. Is it, or is it a... Yeah, no, it's the, um, there's porn stars doing it. We have, like, a whole segment or whole section that's uh, with bikinis on. It's, like, a lot of pool stuff, you know, and things like that. And then there's... Um, uh, another whole downloadable part that's uh, naked, so nude stuff going on. And then the, there's, like, porno stuff that's interspersed with the uh, uh, with the twerking part. So it's like watching porno. And, oh, yeah, I can say uh, it responds to music, too. Okay, so it's sort of like, oh, my God, goes twerking. It does. It's absolutely, that's what it is. Yeah, and there's, there's the app actually has video, and it comes preloaded, or you can – with the app get a certain amount of videos and then it's music so you can download your own music into it and then it also has um different uh speeds and that's the motion that you can do so you can do pre uh predetermined pulsing and vibration and twerking or you can set it yourself with sliders okay now so a guy, is he holding onto the cheeks, or what is he doing? Um, I Did would he put say it on the floor? Did he put it on a chair? On the floor, a chair, or, like, or bed or sofa, you know. So you could, like, be – so if this was, like, a real woman, she would be uh, – you'd be doing, what, doggy-style position. Um, and, it, you know, you could have the remote control for it in your right hand and then your remote control for the TV in your left hand. <laughs> I think to me that's like the ultimate fantasy for a guy, you know, and then having her twerk for you until your heart's content. Um, what have the men told you who have tried this? Yeah, I haven't met a guy that tried it yet, but I'm going <clears> to <throat> sneak one home. <laughs> like, 
she had to really save. So I think we're going to put 20 condoms on you, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, because actually I want to see somebody using it because that's – and, again, in, in all seriousness, I don't have a penis to try this with, okay? So I have to rely on what guys say about it. Like, how is your experience? And I love asking guys that, not to be nosy about their sex life by any means, but just, like, does this work? You know, but how that, does it make you feel? Did, did you get pleasure out of it? What right, you, and, and we see, I mean, yeah. because there's so many things in our field that are absolute crap. There are many things that are... and. You really don't know. And here's the one thing that used to make me crazy is these manufacturers and retailers know they have a built-in no-return policy. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Because, and most guys are not going to say it didn't work for me. Right, right. That's it. And and it's, 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 really, it's really tricky because, you know, a lot of times that I, in my t- zillions of years, I've responded to customers that are like, you know what, this didn't work for me. So you have to very diplomatically say, well, there's a whole lot of reasons for that, you know, and just kind of, you know, that or, or and this is a whole nother conversation that I think would be really good of just, you know, oh, it didn't work for me. And, you know, going, what does that mean, you know? Because it's not like you say that you can return it and things like that. So, And the other thing people have to be aware of, it is going to be a different sensation with a toy than with your hand than with something else. And if people have had the range of sexual experience, right. which most people have, right. then it is going to be a little different. Now, we're coming to our final minute. <gasps> I know. I have to show you my favorite thing about the twerking butt. Okay. It's a visual, okay? So you have to imagine what it looks like, okay? I think I can do this with the phone, okay? What is this? I have no idea. It's a lesbian with a twerking butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm squeezing my cheeks and putting my tongue out. <laughs> this is a guy toy, but I think I can, like, change that. <laughs> guys walking around and me doing that, and everybody in my booth are like, you're nuts. I'm like, I know. I know, exactly. <laughs> my guest today has been Kim Ayers. Yay. You can find her on uh, kimayers.com. Yep, and grandopening.com. And grandopening.com. It's a good one. Yay. And, and we're coming up to our tunes. Kim, thank you again. Always a pleasure, Lou. Absolutely. Absolutely. Take care, everyone, and have a good rest of the week. Bye for now. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget. 